I'm Sophia and this is Teens Life Podcast, a podcast made by teenagers for teenagers. This segment is called Another Kind of Music. I'm going to talk about K-pop, a phenomenon that is now spreading all over the world. K-pop is a music gene originating in South Korea. The name stands for Korean pop. It's influenced by various genes from around the world, such as pop, rock, jazz, hip-hop, R&B, country, classical, and of course, by traditional Korean music. The modern form of K-pop emerged with the formation of Seo Ta-jian Boys in 1992. The most popular is K-pop, but there are many other Korean music genes such as K-rock, K-indie, and K-hip-hop, with artists like Day6, 10cm, and Day Park. In the K-pop industry, there are different companies. Right now, in the top four, we can find Hybe, JYP, YG, and SM Entertainment. Some of the most known groups, such as BDS, Blackpink, Stray Kids, and NCT, are under these companies. There are also a lot of groups that are becoming more famous, especially internationally, like Monsta X, 80s and Mamamoo, which aren't from big companies and so are less considered. A person would decide to undertake their dream to become a K-pop idol has three possibilities to enter a company. Auditions, street casting, and survival audition programs. Auditions are held by different companies during the year. They can be open to only Koreans or be international. Secondly, there are street casting. Staff from the companies goes around searching for talent. It often happens in on the street, where people hold baskings, public performances of singing and dancing. Lastly, there are survival audition programs. There, the participants have to survive various challenges until the end to be able to enter the company. The most famous are Produce 101 and Produce 48. Anyway, who doesn't win also has the possibility to be noticed by other companies and so being casted by them. If they enter, they have to train for some time, which can be either short or really long. But they aren't sure until the end if they will debut or not. They should be able to either sing, rap, or dance. During their training period, they have to get up early in the morning and train their singing and dancing skills with barely any break getting really few hours of sleep. Trainee, but especially women, 
have to follow a strict diet, which can also continue after they debut. Some of the company also make them take personality or bontan lessons and meetings with a therapist for their mental health. Every member of a group has a position that is usually the thing they are the best at. So, for example, there can be the main and sub-vocalist or main and sub-rapper. Every group has their own fandom name. A light stick, a light fence used during concert to hide their group, and the group's greeting, something they say when they greet together. Every fan has a bias who is the member they like the most in the group, and it can also happen that each member has their own fandom. When a group makes a new album, it's called a comeback. Every time a group makes a comeback, they have a period of promotion, called also area. When they perform the album's title track during the weekly music programs and where they can win prizes. Every group has a different concept and a storyline, which they follow in their comebacks. With the concept, apart from the music, they also match choreographies outfits and music videos. The choreo also comprehends repetitive movements addicting to look at, called point dance, which often helps the song going viral. They don't only produce Korean songs, but they also sing in English, Japanese and Chinese. Apart from groups, there are also solo artists. Some of them were also part of a group in the past, but went solo because of the group's disbandment or a choice of the company or the artist. Some Korean companies often try to break into the international music market. The world only discovered a bit of K-pop when PSI's Gangnam Style went viral in the summer of 2012. But now that BTS became famous also in the US, we can really call K-pop a worldwide phenomenon. Recently, K-pop songs have been used as backgrounds for TV series and advertisement. For example, BTS Dynamite for a cell phone AD or Shiny's Lucifer in an episode of the TV show Lucifer. In some groups, we can find some non-Korean members, like Lisa from Blackpink with Thai. Unfortunately, most of the companies in these industries don't treat them really well. They are disregarded, they get less lines in songs, and less screen time in music videos or interviews. This happens because with the increase in the immigration in South Korea, also the races has increased. But this phenomenon doesn't stop in the industry. 
K-pop idol in general also have to put up with the aid from people around the world. There are people who aren't open to change, so they criticize them for their origin, for the language they speak, or for the way they look. This often causes the fans to be almost scared to talk about the music they like. And this is totally not right. Another problem is cultural appropriation. In South Korea, they don't learn the history about those populations discriminated in other countries, so it often happens that they do things offensive for them. Most of the time, they are forced by their company to do over such things. And so they don't even know what they are doing. Fortunately, there are also idols who make research about this topic, and so they tend to be more careful about their actions. Apart from races, some idols stand up also for the LGBT community, women, and fight against cancer. Matthew Kim, a member from CARD, started a campaign to raise funds for breast cancer and Kim Hong Joon from 80s actively participate in different campaigns such as Polished Men to raise awareness about the importance of ending violence against children. Now I wanted to do a little introduction to one of my favorite groups, NCT which stands for Neo Culture Technology. They are a group under SM Entertainment. Their concept is unique. NCT hasn't a fixed number of members, so they will keep increasing in the future. They are currently 23, divided in subunits. NCT 127, NCT Dream, NCTU and Wavy. They aren't only from South Korea, but also from China, Japan, Thailand, the US and Canada. The subunits can also be based on their origin. So, for example, most members of Wavy are from China. Then there's NCT Dream, which is based on age. Until last year, there were the younger members in it, which the age limit at 20. Now it has become a fixed unit, with the seven initial members. NCT127 are nine, and they are the representatives of Seoul, the capital of South Korea. In fact, 127 is the longitude of the city. Lastly, there's NCTU. It isn't a fixed number of members because they always change based on the concept of the song they have to make. In K-pop, there's such a variety of songs, concepts and artists that it can be listened in any situation and by anyone. If you are sad or want consolation, or if you want to party and need upbeat music. 
if you want to listen to something but you are not so into Korean, some songs I recommend are the English version of Zombie by Day6, Regular by NCT127, or the Wall album All About Love by Monstax. That's it. Thank you for your attention. I hope I made you interested.